What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of The Tea with KG, and we have one of my beautiful soul sisters joining us, Amy Burns. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. <laughs> she <Hi>. is in the <laughs> house. <laughs> oh, God. Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited to have you. Yes, I'm so excited. One thing about you, you always, like, for me, I say I'm going to do a million things. And never, I can never, I don't know if it's the fear or I just don't know where to start. And I said that to somebody not long ago. One thing I admire about you so much is that you always do what you say you're going to do. And it's just not, it's not as easy as, as people think. So I'm like, when she says something, she does it. And I just wish I had that, that quality. So. Oh my God. No, you really do. That's so sweet. I feel the same with you, though. Like, I feel like when I look at you, I'm like, she's got it going. Like, it's just that means so much to me because like, I I feel like, so afraid all the time. And like, I I think we all have that, right? Where like, you feel or I do anyway, I'm like, I'm not where I thought I was going to be, or I should be more ahead in this area, or I should be doing more. It's always that like, we should be doing more. And like, Mm -hmm. we, we should just be, you know? Yeah. I think too, like I know for myself, I get so scared I'm not doing it the way that it should be done or not the right way, perfect in my mind. So I don't even start. Yes. Oh my God. Me too. (laughs) So just the fact that like, I feel like I'm your number one fan. I've been listening to all the episodes and I'm so excited to be on here. I was just couldn't wait. So thank you so much. Oh my God. No, thank you. You're like my biggest, one of the biggest, I have like a little group of hype girls and you're like one of them and five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I said I was going to try to relax, but I may, I may come out of my shell. (laughs) No, no. That's what we want. Me and Amy, we are like the silliest when we're together. Like we are singing, we are counting it down. (laughs) We're dancing. We don't stop. Sorry for anybody listening. (laughs) <laughs> can't stop won't stop <laughs> and like our road trips were the best we would be like okay music is on and it is showtime <laughs> and anybody turns it down we are pissed <laughs> yeah, yeah. and amy's hurt. actually yeah she's actually a really good singer and i'm just like i love to sing but i know what i sound like but she's just like no you go girl like <laughs> well i was gonna say member Remember when you first were talking about a podcast and we were like had a theme song and we were yes we were set we were all hyped up so just oh I haven't forgot about that I was like Return of the Mac is going to be an episode yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) no every time we talk 
I feel like we're always, we never have conversations that are just, you know, we get deep and I love having those conversations because like sometimes you need more than surface level. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I was saying that to my boyfriend. I was like, I can't wait for you to meet Amy. I was like, her and I are so much alike. I was like, we're super silly, but then we have the deepest conversations. It's like such a good mix. Yeah. I love that because it's rare. Right? It's just natural. Yeah. And it was so, it was instantaneous with us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. Amy's one of the girls I mentioned in one of my early episodes how I was in a really bad relationship. But from that, I got like some really beautiful soul sisters and Amy's one of them. So she's very special to me. <laughs> Aww, ditto. And we always say that, you know, things may have happened in our life that were like, oh, like you feel you know, you beat yourself up. Why did I do those things? Or like, why, why did this happen? But in the end, we were so thankful we found each other. Yes. We're, we have a genuine connection that we never would have found. So in my mind, so true. happened for a reason. And you can't mm-hmm. beat yourself up about things that you may have done before, because you never know what it's going to lead to. I could not agree more. I'm like, say it again yeah. for the people in the back. Like, it's I could so not true. agree more. It is. There's always a silver lining to things. And like, uh, I say this in air quotes, but like failures or things that don't work, they always are a learning opportunity and they always can bring you a blessing if you just know how to look for it, right? Exactly. I love that. That. Yay. Oh my God. So as you guys could see, we have no problem with all the talking. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll introduce you. Uh, We'll do the same old, same old. We always do the who are you and what do you do? Okay, so I'm Amy Burns. Um, I'm originally from Miramichi, New Brunswick, and I moved uh, probably four years ago to Moncton, and now I live right outside of Moncton with my boyfriend. I work for the Schizophrenia Society of New Brunswick, so I'm the outreach worker, and I travel around the province, and I do programs with anybody with any mental illness, and I run some support groups, and I also do programs with family members and friends to help them learn about uh, mental illness. And uh, one of the topics that we we talk mostly about is schizophrenia and psychosis. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that for eight years, and I love it so much. And I was saying the other day, actually, I was saying this morning, I did an interview with uh, CBC. And what? Yeah, what, it was really fun. And Girls going to be on TV. <laughs> no, I, I said when they came, I was like, is it going to be on TV or radio? And she's like, on the radio. I was like, thank you, sweet baby. Oh, I just flashed back. You, you know what I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and Amy and Maxine, anyone who listens, Max was on episode six, I think was her episode. Either way, you'll find her. Anyways, the three of us, we went to, what would, oh, it was the Aqua concert. Yes, I forgot where we were. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were in Moncton, and I think we were going to go get food first, right? Yeah, we were, go, we were downtown. Yeah, and we were walking down the street, the three of us, like, okay, we are excited. And I mean, the three of us, we just naturally oozed star power, right? We had so much fun. We're walking down the streets downtown Moncton and like we could see they're filming something, but we're on the other side of the road. We just kept walking like we didn't go there. 
And then this guy starts like to chase us down, <laughs> wanting us to be in this commercial. And me and Maxine immediately were like, yes. And at the exact same time, Amy's like, no. <laughs> Like, we're not ready. We're not prepared. And I look like I'm... a little uh, Anna Green Gable. <laughs> this, yeah, this was like, we did not get ready yet. We just like traveled. I think it was a Friday even. So maybe right after work, like we weren't ready, but yeah, it was so fucking funny. We ended up doing it. I don't know if it ever aired. Because... <laughs> no, we never saw it, but we did not sound good. Like he was asking questions and then we didn't know who was answering. So we were like, um... Uh well I think and it was just he he's looking at us he's probably like what is <laughs> and I remember you were just like wow <laughs> what is the question <laughs> we're off to a good start uh it was so funny it was hilarious anyways no. okay I'm so sorry that was squirrel brain moment why no, oh BBC it, radio <laughs> it was funny no so so oh yeah so what I was saying to her this morning is since like doing this job I've never had you know when you get like the Sunday scaries I've mm-hmm. never had a day where I was didn't want to start work on Monday I love that like, I've had days where like you know you feel overwhelmed like any other job but I've yeah. never had a moment where I didn't want to go to work on Monday so oh, that's so good and I'm so happy that I've found something that gives me so much purpose and I get to have these conversations to people all day, every day. So I love that. It's just, it's so much, you really see like things that have happened to other people and people are sharing their experiences and you kind of come to, you know, have that sense of connection where you wouldn't normally have those conversations, right? Like nobody talks about mental health and some of the things. Yeah, some of the things that they're going through. So I find that's really helped me. And I'll talk about it later as we go on, like helped me in my yeah. healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say too, because like, I, I mean, the internet is great. There's so many resources out there, yeah. which is amazing compared to like when you and I grew up. Yeah, the internet was coming. But when we were little, it wasn't there. No. And it wasn't what it is now. And I I just hope the youth of today know how lucky they are to have so much information at their fingertips. Because yeah. if you don't know something, you can educate yourself. But what a lot of us, we don't, we like it's, I don't like saying this, but it still feels like a lot of mental health topics are still, I say this in air quotes, taboo. Get taboo. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not. And that's like another big part of this podcast is bringing that stuff to light because it doesn't make you any better or worse. It just is, it's just, that's the tea. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. And it really is, it's taboo. I think it's coming a long way from where it was. And like you said, mm. and I, now they're starting to, like, I remember when I was in school, we never talked about mental illness. Like, no. I had no clue what it was. I And it makes me sad because I think maybe if I had known back then, I would have gotten help sooner. Yes. You know? Yep. And you would have recognized certain things and it wouldn't have just been, oh, this is just a no- normal feeling. I'm not saying normal. I don't want to say that word. No, no, no. It's like, true. This yeah. is what teenagers go through or this is yeah. like, you know, transitioning into adulthood or, but really there were so many, so many things that I wish that, that I had known about and then being able to do mm-hmm. this and we just started and I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about work the whole time, but we no, just no, this is so good. 
we just started um, a program for youth to teach them about mm -hmm. mental illness and self-esteem. And so we're hoping oh. to get it into the schools eventually. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's so, where it needs to be. Cause yes. that, that's where it's always accessible. Yeah. So we're hoping that that does happen. And I'm going to be so excited to do that because I love kids. I yes. Mean, you know, they're just so amazing. So I'm hoping that 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 happens soon, but other than that, I just, yeah, I just love what I'm doing. So it gives me. That makes me so happy. That gives me so much inspiration because, you know, when you're in a job that you really despise and you know it sucks your soul out, it's it's when you see people doing what they're supposed to be doing and their purpose, It's yeah. I find that so inspiring. I'm like, it does exist, see? It does. And it's not even about, you know, some people will say, you know, if they made more money or in my mind, I think it's about happiness. Yeah. You Agreed. need to be able to pay your bills. I agree. But I think you have to find something that does give you happiness. And yes, and your sole that. purpose. Like you were yeah. saying, I, I think, what was the word you used? It might've even been, you found your purpose. Like yes, that's yeah. what it's about. Right. Yeah. And like, you're leaving such a positive impact and it's like, making change happen in such a beautiful way and it's in such a necessary way because the more information we have about these things the less taboo it'll be because it's not it's just it's part of life yeah and the more people will be able to ask for help and not have stigma and have to hide yes, because they're not the shame know, yeah the fear of what other people think and yes. uh, you know if they know I have this illness what's going to happen. Are they going to judge me? Like, yeah. So, so yeah, so I'm very thankful. And like I said, as I talk about some of my healing, this has been such, um, such a big factor for helping me. And I wanted to say too, what I talk about when I talk about grief is these are my experiences and I don't want anybody to think, you know, that you're grieving wrong or whatever I'm saying is the right way. Because I mean, I don't know either. So that was just, mm -hmm. I wanted to mention that because I love that you said that. Well, I just don't want, you know, some things I may say, I, you know, it could offend somebody else. And I just want people to know that, you know, there's no wrong way to grieve. And yeah, what I talk about during this session, um, during the podcast is, you know, maybe different from you and that's okay. That's yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. I love that you said that because like these are this is your experience. This is yeah. your story. And yeah. everything Amy says is coming from a beautiful place with the best intentions, the best heart. So like oh. and that's that's anything we say here, like nothing is ever meant to be offensive or, no. and, and, you know, that we, we try really hard to use the right language. But we're all human. Like we all say things. But and again, like everyone's story is different. It's kind of like Max and I were talking. There's no wrong way to pray. Like whatever yeah, speaks exactly. to you is okay. Yeah. And no, and that's, and especially when you talk about religion and, and things like that, you know, so many people have so many beliefs and I respect everybody's belief. You're allowed to believe yep. or you, you know, you feel in your heart as long as you're not physically hurting somebody else. Yes. Find that's, but, um, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to keep talking because no, I love this is what this is. No, no, keep going. This is perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So I was going to say, I grew up Catholic, um, yep. but I never really believed in organized religion. Like I would go, 
and I believe yeah. in, in God and I believe in a higher power, but I never yeah. believed any of the Catholic beliefs. Yeah. So for me, you know, church and, and religion was not really significant for me because if I wanted to, I would just talk to the sky. Mm-hmm. So I think some of the things like that I, again, that I'll talk about, that's where I'm coming from. I, I was very yes. Catholic, but I don't have any of those beliefs. It's more, I'm, I'm very spiritual and, yes. and believe in a higher power. So hundred percent. We're so the same. Like I, I exactly what you're saying. I don't remember again, which episode was on. Cause I feel like it was a squirrel brain tra- thought process I went on, but the same thing I was saying, I was raised Catholic too, but like, yes, yeah, I don't now. Yeah. Like I don't agree with all of the teachings and yeah. like the same as you, I believe in a higher power. I believe if you are on this earth and you're trying to leave the world a better place than you found it, you're putting your best foot forward, being a good person, you're doing it right. And like, I very much believe in something higher, but none of us know what that is. It's just as long as it's whatever it speaks to you. Like (laughs) I said this too with Max when I pray, I'm like, God, creator, universe, mother Gaia, divine source. I say all of the things because it means a lot to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that too. And I, like I talk every day to the sky and to people that I'm missing. And I, in my heart, I feel like they hear me. And I think that's something that helps me too. Yes. You okay. Know. What we'll do, because I, I feel we're, we're getting right on your topic. I'll just like okay. let it out there what we're <laughs> going to talk about. And because like we're, we're touching right on it. So I, as you guys could see from the title, we're going to be talking about healing through grief. So, you know, all of us have a long story. I'm sure everyone listening could relate to losing someone in your life, whether it be a person, a pet, whatever. Um and Amy has gone through significant loss in her life. And I just thought her sharing her story on how she has healed through this may inspire someone, may help someone feel less alone. And she's just such a beautiful soul, as you can already tell, and just has really great words of wisdom. And she, one thing I love about Amy is like she always is so bubbly and sweet and fun and like if you want like a beautiful light energy it's Amy like when she walks in a room it's like it's it's true it's literally it's and five six seven eight like the party's here like it's like just a very light beautiful soul so that's what I feel when I'm around Amy and I just know you guys will be able to feel that too so uh Amy's gonna tell us her story about loss and all the things and we're just gonna flow as we do so here we go. Oh, I love you. And it's funny. I feel the exact same way about you. Like sometimes in my mind or like say I'm doing something, it'll be like, who's your biggest cheerleader or like who, who is a ray of light? And I know like, I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but like you always pop <laughs> into my head. So oh. maybe we just mirror each other. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, I believe in soul connections of every kind. And most of my close girlfriends, I know our soul connections. Like I just know, like, literally, as soon as Amy and I met, because, like, we, I think we knew who each other was, but we never really met each other until that, uh, God, whatever year it was now, 2012, yeah, 2013. Yeah. 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 And as soon as we met, it was just like, boop, like, we were just like, we yeah. got each other. Well, yeah. and normally, too, I'm really shy if I don't know you yet. Once I break out of my bubble or, like, break out of my shell, I, I don't stop. So. <laughs> But I remember being really nervous because I was like, I know who she is, but I don't know her. And then yeah. we, like you like just, I guess you just opened 
opened me up because I was <laughs> I didn't stop talking after that. So it was so fun. It was such a random night, but it was so fun. And then the yeah. rest is history. <laughs> I know. Then we never then we never stopped. But, we never stopped. <laughs> no. But uh, but no, that that makes me happy and I appreciate you saying that. But True. Okay, I apologize if I'm all, all over the place, but I'll start from the beginning, from my first, like, really significant loss. So, uh, it's been four years now, but my grandparents were always, like, parents to me, like a second set of parents. They, yeah. you know, I was, Judy. Always, <laughs> I was always with them. I loved them so much. My grandmother was wild. Kaylee, family. So, my grandmother was not like a a normal in quotation. <laughs> she was grandma. amazing. <laughs> like she was the the one that I would go to like to talk about one night stands and like stuff that yep. you wouldn't normally talk to your grandmother <laughs> about. I always would talk to her about these things. So the one thing like I loved her so much, but the one thing that really bothered me was that she had such poor self-esteem that when you tried to you know, tell her how great she was. And she just, she couldn't see it for herself. Mm. So it would cause me as much as I loved, you know, being around her, it would cause me anxiety because I felt like I couldn't help her. Right. And, you know, you can only do what you can, but people have to see that for themselves and know their worth. And, you know, you you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So yes, girl, it's so true. So I always had a really hard time. I struggled with that. Um, So one night we were together. It was funny. And this is going to sound like um, Hocus Pocus, but I know. We love Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and I know your (laughs) listeners are like that. So this is what happened. I was at a baby shower. Was it Tracy's? (laughs) No, not Tracy's, not Tracy's. Um, I was at a baby shower one night, and when I went in, it smelled really funny. Like I just could not eat because it smelled so bad, but no one else could smell what I smelled. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what is this? Like I left and um, afterwards and my grandmother's up all hours of the night. Like I never remembered her sleeping. Like, I I don't know if I've even, I was like, do you sleep Nan or are you just always awake? But anyway, so I said, come get something to eat with me. It was late. So I said, come get something to eat with me. So we went out for a little drive and she wanted to drive around town and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just making me laugh. <laughs> oh, I love you. Um, so she wanted to drive around town. So we did that. And then after I dropped her off, she was like, come in, come inside. And I was like, no, man, like it's 12 o'clock. I'm like, I want to go to bed. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, she, like I said, she would stay up all hours of the night. Like I, I need to go to bed at like nine o'clock most nights. So <laughs> 12 o'clock was late for me. So I said, I'll see you in the morning. I'm sorry. Like I'm not coming in. So the next morning I get a call and um, she had a, had a stroke in the middle of the night. And it was just so strange because she wasn't sick. Yeah. And And I guess like, as I talk about it later, you'll see what I mean. But she wasn't sick and it happened so suddenly that it was just such a shock. Mm -hmm. It was just like, is this real life? Like, I didn't understand. So she did, um, she did live for like, I I may be wrong, but I thought it was three days afterwards. Yeah. And um, she ended up passing away. And that was my first 
um, like I've had other family members pass away, but not ones that I felt were really, really, you know, damaging to the soul where you just feel like, yeah, you know, you, like she was so close to you. Like, yeah. like Amy said, like second parent, like, yeah, we, like just, Judy was so funny. Like we told her she knew all the stories. Like she was the best. Yeah. We used to prank call her. <laughs> <laughs> We'd prank call her and she'd always be like, Amy, is that you? Like, yeah. she knew. Anyways, we were. She loved it. We had, we had, yeah, she loved it. She pretended she hated it, but she loved it. But so that was my first um, really big loss. And I felt so, I had so much guilt because I thought, oh, if I had just went in and seen her, you know, maybe we would have, not saying that I would have saved her or anything because right. it had happened. Like, I wouldn't have been there that long. But, I was just thinking like, you know, what conversations could we have had? You're always regretting and you're hoping that, you know, maybe I should have done this or you kind of second right. guess some of the things that you said or you wish that you've had a, had have done or said. So that was my first, um, you know, having to deal with, with that kind of loss was, mm. was my first uh, experience with it. So it was difficult, but I'm very, uh, like I have my beliefs. I know I'm going to see her again. And yes. when a song comes on, I'll say, and it reminds me of her. Like every time I hear, Hey Jude. Yes. Oh I my God. My, actually, yes. I have it on this necklace, but Aww. every time I hear it, I used to sing that to her. So if something's happening and it comes on, I'll just say like, hi, Nan. Like, yes. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like she's here. I but, love that. I'm the same with that kind of thing. Like I always yeah. express my gratitude or I'm like, okay, I see you. Like, yeah. okay. And I find like when you, like you notice it a lot. Oh yeah. You, like all the time. Start, yeah. When you start paying attention, like mm-hmm. signs and like music and excuse me, everything kind of like numbers. Yes. I'm big with numbers. Those me and like too. certain, like, I think we all have symbolism. I, we're going to, get into that more because yeah. I know you have other symbols but I was, yeah. I've they've heard before butterflies are big and like hearts and like that kind of thing like I see hearts everywhere it just like there's so many things feathers are very magical yeah. dimes dimes are a big one too but like it's just like everybody pay like pay attention to the magic like what's yeah. wrong with believing in the magic it for me it's pulled me out of some of my darkest times exactly it, that faith in something bigger and like the fact that when you know you're a good person you're like I know how hard the universe loves me and like it looks after me and anything that comes my way is meant to teach me something exactly I think the same same thing like so my cousin was really really close with my grandmother and um he was graduating not long after she died like I think the week later after she died Mm -hmm. and in the pew he was it was his baccalaureate. In yep. the queue, there was a baggie with five dimes in it. Shut up. And he's got five people in his family. What? So, like, so many things like this would happen, and we would just all look at each other and be like, I like me, I don't believe in coincidences. I don't no. believe in it at all. So I was just like, well, that's Nan telling you that she was at your. Yep, she's here. <laughs> yeah. So, so many things like that keep happening and I find that that helps me hang on to hope yes and to still have them in my life every day because there's normally absolutely something gonna come come into play so 
Yeah. That was my first experience. And, you know, not saying it was, it was, it was difficult, but sometimes there's some people as we go on, you know, that are really, really hard when you lose. And it's just, you just, you, you could never imagine life without them. So when it does happen, you're just like, now what? You know? So after my, my grandmother died, she was gone two years and um, COVID, it was COVID had started. Yeah. When we first started, we were all, you know, nobody knew what was up or down. We didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And after, um, my mom called me and um, she told me to come to the hospital because she was having a lot of pain in her lower abdomen. And um, she called me and told me to come to ho- to the hospital. So I came and she had told me that she had cancer, but we were optimistic because right. she just had a hysterectomy and it was going to be gone. That was what we were thinking. So this happened and then COVID was happening and I got laid off. So I was so scared to be around her because of COVID. And, you know, yeah. Um, when people have cancer, you know, they can't even get a cold. So yeah. I- so nervous I just was riddled with anxiety um to be around her but she wanted me around her because you know she wanted her loved ones near so of course I was kind of lucky that I was laid off because I got to spend time with her so Mm -hmm. I am thankful for that but um so we found out that she had cancer and um the doctor said you, you know, she had been in and, in and out of the hospital, and I apologize if I'm all over the place. I'm just trying to. No, no. But, yeah, you're a good girl. Okay, so she had been in and out of the hospital, and um, they said, you know, we don't think a hysterectomy is, you know, going to happen right now. Maybe once you start chemo, it can happen down the down the road but she was in so much pain to see somebody in so much pain and they can't do anything for you is yeah. all in itself oh my god yes and, and you can't you know you love them so much and that you can't you know make them feel better I think that's just horrible so yeah so the doctor had said if you don't do chemo and this was a really aggressive cancer. We didn't we didn't realize if you don't do chemo, then you're gonna die within a couple of months. Oh my god. So I mean, my mom never wanted to do chemo because in her mind it was like I'd rather, you know, live and not be yes. sick. Yeah. So, but then but then having that, you know, ultimatum, it was like, okay, well, it's either this or or death. Yeah. So so she tried chemo. And it did work for a little bit. It was so wild to see. We would see, so her cancer traveled up to her lungs. And um, in, uh, it was really fast, like really fast spreading. But in the um, x-ray, the chemo was working. So it was wild to see that all of these, like, um, it wasn't a tumor. It was just everywhere. Right. See, like, that all the cancer was shrinking on the next x-ray we were like oh my gosh this is working you know yeah who's gonna get through this and I was trying to be as positive as I could be like yeah that's your nature that's that's how you are yeah like I was trying to like at the hospital I was putting up like affirmations everywhere and people were probably coming in like what is this girl up to but it just you know I would help 
I would rather yeah. see these positive things than everything be negative, negative, negative. So exactly. So that's your light. That's your yeah. beautiful light. So the the um the chemo was working and then it just came back with a vengeance and it just spread like wildfire. And wow. um I think when she found out that she couldn't do the hysterectomy because that was giving her hope that like she wasn't gonna be in pain anymore. Yeah. Because she was, you know, she was on all these like different medications that nothing was because the pain was so severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think when they told her because I guess like her cancer was kind of like a spider there was just no getting it all wow so um so when she found that out it was kind of like now what like and I and I put myself in her shoes I can't imagine I'd be scared to death and you know yeah I think that's the hardest too and sorry like I don't want to trigger anybody um but when somebody really, really wants to live and they have so much, like my mother was 54. Yeah. You know, they have so much time. Not saying that somebody older still doesn't have lots of time, but I think, you know, at certain ages um, and younger, you expect, you know, for what life's going to be. Yeah. And your mom had so much zest for life. Like she loved life. She enjoyed her life. Yeah. So I think that was the the most difficult was knowing that, you know, and, and as we talk about grief, you not only grieve the person, but you also grieve the memories that you're not going to be able to make, you know, you have ideas of like, you know, your mother being at your wedding and when you have children, she's going to be there and to not have those anymore is sometimes as hard as. Yeah those memories that 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 they're not here so but anyway sorry I got off track no Um, you're not off track (laughs) at all this is perfect this is this is your story but um so she ended up passing away five months after her diagnosis but we were so thankful because my mom loved people and like yeah when people visited she would be so excited like she would yes was like a kid in a candy store hostess with the mostest yeah so when people so many people came when when they found out she had cancer and some of them they would stand on the step because they were scared of covid and and so, at that time it was fresh so like that was yeah. kind of the rule was Yep. You know, but some people like as like as much energy as my mom had, she didn't have much. She'd be running to like get people to come in. So I just knew like it just made her so happy to have people. And I was so thankful that people did come. But uh, but yeah, so she passed away um, August of 2020. And I find the first year, like, I mean, it's still difficult to talk about, but the first year, I just felt like I was in a fog. Yeah, like, it's like numb, right? Yeah, and you feel like nothing's real. Like, I don't know how yeah. to explain it. Like, the first year, I just, like, I felt like she was on vacation somewhere. Or I yeah. felt like it just, I could not come to terms with reality. I remember asking you a lot, like, how are you doing? Like, always just checking in. And I remember you saying that. You're like, I just feel, I don't know if you would have said, like, autopilot or just, like. Yeah. No, that's what it felt like. And it's so, it's hard to describe. And I know, I know there's lots of people that I'm sure have felt the same way. But the first year, not saying that it was easy, but now coming to terms with things is so much harder. 
And I think yes. the first year you expect to be crying all the time and you expect to be, but as time goes on and you're still doing those things, you kind of beat yourself up. Yeah. Like, and like the fog is lifted and it's like, yeah, it, because, it's like the reality hits. Yeah. Because some days are, you're fine and, and not fine, but I mean, you're, you're okay. You're not crying. You're kind of, you, you hold on to hope. And then some days it's like, you feel like the victim or like, why me? And yeah. And I know, I don't think that, you know, I know bad things happen to everybody. I don't think that I'm you know, not, these things aren't going to happen to me. I, you know, I, I know there's a lot that happened to people, but I think sometimes it's just difficult to come, just come to terms with acceptance and like, yes, giving yourself some grace and saying that it's okay. You don't have to have yep. perfect days every day. And, and I mean, I know some people like 10 years later, they still have off days. And I totally, think, I think that's, one thing I think it really helps for me to have people to talk to about it because yeah a lot of people shy away from thinking they're not saying the right thing or they're scared to say something that's gonna be you know misinterpreted or say the wrong thing but a lot of the times all people want to do that are grieving is talk about their loved one yeah you know I just you just want to talk about them and you want you want them to know that you're still they're still in your heart and you're still yes and you're celebrating them like it's like yeah it's a positive kind of thing I think that's really great um insight because like you said like you know sometimes people are afraid to say the wrong thing or they're not sure and I mean everyone's wired different but at least by showing you're there like you said if the person just wants to talk about them then they can and I I 100% believe that you need to get these feelings out. Sometimes, I mean, I even get nervous about if somebody dies, if I'm saying the right thing, right? Yeah. And there are some things that it's just common sense that you don't say. Yeah. But there are some things that, you know, people have said that have really helped me. I think just being there, like you really, I didn't understand how significant it was for someone to just be there for you when, when a loved one passes away. Yeah. And I mean, like, you honestly don't know until you're in that position. You have, like, like I always say that to, to anybody. I say, I'm so sorry if I wasn't there for you or if I said something that wasn't appropriate. Because yeah. once you're going through it, you're just, you have no idea until it happens. Totally. And that's it, right? Like, like I'm sure many people listening either have had significant loss or have had I don't want to say minor loss because a loss is a loss, but like some are just more impactful. That's just, that's just the tea there too. Um, Oh my God, where my brain literally did it. It stopped. I was on a, I was on a roll with something. I hate when that happens. Uh, Well, I was was going to say too, like in the, in between all this in July, my grandfather passed away before my mom. Yes. The month before, but and I still like I miss him so much, but he was sick for so long that we were always like expecting something to happen. Yes, it wasn't like a blind side. No, so and and I mean I think that my grandmother passed and then he was next, kind of made us yeah. feel like they were together again. Yes, I I believe that for sure. Yeah, so I mean that was hard too because it was like 
you know, my mom has cancer and now, you know, my grandfather's gone. And like I said, they were like my, my grandmother and grandfather were like my second parents. So yeah, it just felt like so much all at once. And I just kept thinking like, how am I going to keep going? Yes. I'm, I'm the type of person too. And I don't know if it's just from childhood or what, but I don't like to be around other people when I'm grieving. I like yeah. to just be alone and cry because Sometimes if I'm around other people, I feel like I'm not acting the right way. Or if I'm too dramatic, I feel like someone's going to be like, oh, my God, relax. Yeah. And like sometimes, too, it's like you can't just fully just let yourself be and feel because you're still thinking like or I would anyway, like someone's looking at me. They're going to try to comfort me. And as much as I appreciate that, I I need to get this out of me. Like I have to feel what I'm feeling. Like, yeah, that's a big thing I find. I think a lot of us, especially where stimulation is so accessible to us now with our phones, quick, 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 internet, fast, 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 everything all the time, like stimulation central. And like a lot of us don't sit with our feelings. Like we don't allow ourselves to feel that fucking pain, like in a diff, not in a losing person this way, but no. like, even when you are ending a long relationship, that's still grieving a loss. And yep you have to sit with that anger or that sadness or that pain. Like I can remember sitting on the floor. I was reorganizing a cupboard. There was Tupperware everywhere. And I just sat there and I cried so hard. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go distract myself right now. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to let myself be pathetic and cry because I need to get this out of my body. Yeah. But even like, like for grief too. I yeah. feel like so many people have shame towards it and they feel like, oh, it's been long enough because I think, should be fine. Yeah, we think that grief is a destination, but really it's yes. it's a you know it's a journey. It's, it's a journey. So there are some days. It's like healing, there. right? It's like it's not linear. Yeah. There's no timeline. Like what is time? Yeah. Time is an illusion. Like yeah. we can't compare ourselves to other people either. And that's I You know, you want to, I feel like to people who are like, oh, I don't want to be a bother to others. That type of person is very quick to be like, oh, okay, I should be fine now. Or like, like, but no, it's okay. Sit on your floor and cry. It's okay. (laughs) And sometimes it makes you feel better. Like I have a a hard time because I'll resist it and I'll start fighting with myself that I don't want to feel these emotions. But when I do just let go. It's so much, then I don't have those days as often because it's just, yes. it needs to come it out. It gets sometime. better. Yeah. yeah. And the more you sit with your pain, I find the easier it gets to, not all the time, but yeah. but in an overall picture, it does get easier to be able to put it away once you're done with it kind of thing. Not yeah. always, but you know. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so true. And to just let yourself just let your that was one thing I really and I still I say this and I may struggle you know next week but so many people would say oh my gosh you look like you're doing so great and and I mean I guess I am because I thought you know if my mom dies I'm dying too right so I guess yeah I am doing good way better than I thought but just because you don't see it doesn't mean that somebody's not not there what is yes and that's just Don't judge I, a book by its cover. Yeah, <laughs> and there's another one that says just because um, just because it's not, it doesn't look like it's heavy doesn't mean that. Yes. You know that I'm that I'm not. I don't know. I'm butchering. I know it. what you're. No, no, but I know exactly what the one. It's a. Yeah. I don't know what the words are, but it's like just because really it's not heavy. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Yeah, it's because- it's. 
And that's like too, like people I find, well, Amy and I are similar in this sense. We are just naturally bubbly people, but that doesn't mean that we're naive and we don't feel what, like, it doesn't mean we haven't felt pain or been through things. It's just, we choose to spread the sparkle rather than wallow. I was going to ask you too. I'll ask it, but then we'll say the quote so we don't forget. Did you ever have a hard time, like having fun, like letting yourself have Still, I still do. Like, sometimes I'll feel guilt, but then I'll think, like, okay, if I died, I would want my mom to smile and have fun and live it up. I mean, life is still, I like I said, I know that I'm going to be with her again. And yeah. I feel like, not saying, and I don't want to take away from anybody else's pain, but I think this is teaching me something. Like, I'm trying to take away a lesson that it's teaching me, and I know that it's teaching me so much. And, um, instead of, you know, like, but I, I, like I said, again, some days I do feel sorry for myself and, but instead of like letting that, you know, take over, I try to think of what can I do with this? And, you know, by talking about it, maybe you're helping somebody else and by, you know, healing, I think for sure, like sharing your stories is how we heal the world because it had to start somewhere. Think about like the greats who share great wisdom, like Deepak Chopra. Someone started somewhere saying these things like base. Really everything that we say isn't really new. It's all regurgitated, but we, the way we interpret it can make it fresh and more can stay consistent and be more vocalized throughout time. And it's amazing. And again, I talk about the internet, but you find people in your tribe who also maybe feel this way or resonate with that. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's sharing so our true. Stories. Yeah. It makes you feel so, you know, less alone and that you're, you know, everybody's you and yeah, connection. It's just, yeah. so I found the quote, it says just because okay. someone carries it well, doesn't mean it's not, it isn't still heavy. That's what I was trying yes. to say. <laughs> yeah. We both, we both. <laughs> We're like, we know the one, but what, what are the words? Yeah. I love that quote. Me too. And it's so true. And, uh, but like I said, I think it's just being gentle with yourself. And I, I had to tell myself that it's okay. Like some days I may be fine. And some days I may want to stay in bed all day, but you know, it, it it is what it is. And to not be too hard on myself. Yeah. And do you listen to yourself when you need those days to rest or like, how do you do with that? So some days I don't, I'm really, um, I notice when I'm stressed out, I do not look after myself at all. Self-care mm-hmm. goes out the window when I need it the most. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I maybe talk, which I think, you know, sometimes something happens. So the other day I was talking to my aunt and we were talking about my mom and, and all of a sudden my mom's favorite song came on the radio What? talking and I just looked over at her and I was like, do you hear what's on the radio? And, um, I, that was a sign for me that, okay, me, you need to relax and, uh, start looking at yourself. Interesting too, when you, when you hear these signs or see these signs, take note of what are you thinking about? What are you feeling? What are you doing? And it, it can be a little like nudge from whoever. So it it was funny because somebody had went to a medium and, um, they had said it was one of my mom's, um, staff and, uh, she said, I have a message from you from your for you from your mom, but I don't know, will this resonate? And uh, the message was, uh, be good. 
So what? Was, in my mind, that was my mom's way of saying like, I'm still your mother. You better be good <laughs> because I see what you're doing. And I mean, at the time I wasn't doing anything healthy for myself. So that kind of like, okay, I, I know my mom's still being a mom. Yes. I just can't see her, but she's doing something. Oh my God. And how else does she, I know you have symbolism with her. How else does she appear to you? Oh, all the time. So, um, and I know Kaylee knows this, but um, my mom loves turtles for some reason. Don't know why. We never had a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) I love them too. They're so cute. (laughs) Yeah, I I love them too, but she just had this thing. That was her thing. Yeah, like she just loved them so much. And um, now I see turtles everywhere. And I'm not even just like everywhere, like TV commercials. um, Yeah. Like I saw one, it was so weird. I didn't even know there was turtles out in the wild in New Brunswick yeah. like across the road. And I was just like, am I seeing things? But <laughs> I see Hey them. mama. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I say every time. I see them everywhere. And when I did go to a medium, when I had said, Mom, are you sending me turtles? She laughed and she was she was like, I'm glad you're noticing. And I mean, I believe in all of that. So I do too, hundred percent. Like I have friends who were complete skeptics. Then they went to that amazing medium Pelicky. Yes. And she she's like, she said before she went to him, she's like, dad, if this is real, t- tell me this story. She yep. went to him. He told that story. And she was yep. like, I'm a bel-. So, and I've, I've never been a skeptic with that, but I love hearing a skeptic converted. Love me that. Me too. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, so my boyfriend and I bought a house in December of 2021. And yep. um, I saw a medium. Oh, can I tell the story? <laughs> What's that? Okay, so I'm going to tell another story. Yeah, no, um, this is, I. story time <laughs> is the best. I'm like, yes, tell us the tea. Okay, so listen to this. I forgot about it. That's why I got all amped up. So <laughs> I was, I was at my parents' house. This was right after my mom died. And my mom loved mediums too. She was always going to a, a specific medium and she told me that I needed to go see her but I just never got around to it it just you know it just didn't happen so I was in one of her drawers um in her sock drawer and all of a sudden this card falls out so I pick up the card and it's a card for the medium that my mom sees shut up where to god I'm not making this up it's a medium that my mom used to see so I was like okay this is a sign my mom wants me to talk to her Yes. So I called the medium and she said, where did you get this card? And I said, I found it in my mom's sock drawer and it just fell, like fell out. And she said, I haven't had these cards since 2010 or 11. I just got goosebumps everywhere. And I was like, well, I think I need to talk to you because my mom, you know, must have sent me here. Yeah, um, she so, did. So she did it over the phone because she lived, um, she lived in St lives in St. John and with okay. COVID we couldn't see face to face. So I was thinking, yeah. like, how's it going to work over the phone? Yeah. Anyways, it worked. And um, my mom <gasps> came through and what? she described my whole house and like, shut up. Oh through, my God. Yeah. Went through every single room in my house. And my mom was all about style and loved yeah. decor. Like she just oh, was yeah. with home decor. And like making things look nice. And she said, my whole house is gray at the time. Gray floors, gray walls, everything. And my mom said, well, I really like it, but you need to add more color. Too much gray. (laughs) 
And I was just like, there's no way this lady, I mean, she said so many other things, but I just laughed at that because it was so true. And, it and was so your mom, like my mom would have said like, no, you're going to put this picture up here. And so, yep. I mean, so many things like that have happened. And like I said, I don't believe in coincidence. So what else is to. It's mama. Yeah. <laughs> so I still, I think that really helped me. And I, and I'm, I do want to go see the medium again. Cause I saw her, uh, a year ago. So I wanted to go every year. Yeah. Because I I feel like, you know, there must be other things they want to tell me. Oh, I think so for sure. And like, I used to think this, I was always like, oh, I don't know if like, I'm I'm so curious. So like, I want to go. But then I'm like, I mean, I've lost people in my life, but like, not as close as, you know, the relationship that you've lost. And um, I always was like, oh, I don't know who would come through. And I did a reading and it was via Zoom because it was during COVID as well. And it wasn't meant to be for mediumship because she does more than just that. Me, it was more of a, I'm going through a lot of big changes right now. It was about moving here actually. And I was just like, I just wanted that extra. I knew it was the right thing, but I just wanted that little extra like comfort or confirmation that yes, this is the right thing to do. You're on the right path. Keep going. And I kind of felt emotional before the reading started. And like, I've had readings done. So like me and you actually went to remember that old lady. I forgot all about that. Yes. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, I wasn't new to it. And I was like, why am I feeling so like emotional? Like what's going on here? And we got on the call and she was like, okay. She's like, you've got some people that really are persistent. They want to come through like they, and it was my grandparents and like, they were like, they were coming whether I wanted them to or not. And um, it was a, such a magical feeling because like I could feel them with me. And like I, I I was bawling as soon as she said that's who it is. I just was like so much release. I don't know. And like my grandfather brought up the dime that he leaves and like uh, they just said things that I really I'm going to cry now. But Aww. they said things that I really needed to hear in that time because it was a really challenging time in my life. And then you know how I say my grandmother's butterflies are her, mm-hmm. rep, like like how turtles are with your mom. Yeah. And like right after that, I definitely told you this story, but like I was outside on my deck and I went to come in and I went to like pull the screen door and there was this beautiful monarch orange oh. butterfly, like not even up. She was down like where I would have opened the door, like on the ground. So I like just kind of sat. And I was like, oh, my God. Hi, Grammy. And I just like sat with her and she didn't move. Like you would have thought when I went to move the door, she would have flew. But her, no. yeah. she was like, I'm here. Oh. And then the other one that's the crazy. This is crazier. It was not maybe a couple days after that. I went to get in my car because I was going somewhere and I left the door open because I saw garbage and I was like, let me just grab that. I'll throw it out and then I'll go. So I left my door open. And when I came back, like on the side of my seat, she was just chilling on my seat in my car. I was like, I was was just like, oh my God. Right. It was magical. I get like that too. And then I freak out and like, sometimes (laughs) if anyone's around, they're like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, it's my mom. Yeah, it's so true. I anytime I see feathers, especially like in the house, I know they could come from pillows or whatever, but that just blows my mind. I'm like, Yep. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? (laughs) I'm getting good. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh my God. I'm curious to see what the medium will say this time when you go. I'll come back again and I'll spill. Yeah. She said, spill so, it. She said so much that resonated and like that was my mom. And my mom was really upset because when her mother died, my grandmother that I was speaking about, those were her parents. So mm-hmm. and like, and I think it's so wild to think of that they went before her. Yes. Like they were that that was all planned. And I mean, like I said, I don't think that everything that I'm saying pertains to everybody because I know some things it's like, you know, why does this happen like when a child dies? And yes. It's hard to see, you know, the good from that, right? But I was like, I was so happy that she had them there with her. To, yep. to oh her. my God. Yes. To yes. But but uh and now I lo- I'm losing my train of thought we're the same (laughs) this is how we do everybody listening's like typical that's how they do it there (laughs) no well you get excited and then you're like okay now what was I doing oh story of my life um I wanted to ask you like do you have this might be too many but I'm just gonna say the number five like do you have like five tips that have worked for you in your healing process like or just anything in that it doesn't have to be five but yeah Um, so I do have some tips. One thing that really helped me that I had no idea about, or no idea that it would help me is acupuncture. Ooh, tell me more. So I love like naturopath. And um, I had gone to see a naturopath and I was originally going to go for allergies. Yeah. And when I got there, I was kind of explaining some of my history and it was like a month after my mom died. So it was pretty fresh. And she said, do you want to try acupuncture for grief? And I was, like, I was like, that's a thing. So anyways, it was the most healing experience. And I still continue to do it. But I never had an experience like that. Like as soon as the needles were in. And I just felt a wave of calm. Wow. And I like I envisioned my mom and I on the beach and we were hugging mm. and it was just so therapeutic. And yes. I was so excited to do it again. And every time, I mean, there have been a few times where it's, you know, harder to get out of your head. You think yeah. about things you have to do later on. But yeah. acupuncture has helped me so much. Wow. I never would have guessed that. That is me so either. cool. Do they was, have acupuncture for all different things? I guess. Yeah. I wow. I had no clue. I knew for, I knew about the allergy thing, but yeah. I didn't know about grief at all. So wow. when she said that. And I notice when I am starting to be really, you know, stressed out and irritable that I need to go back to acupuncture because mm-hmm. it's, it's helped me tremendously. So that's one I thing. I love that. I've always wanted to try it just for fun. You now should. that I know there's all different kinds, I'll just go in and be like, this is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> yeah, there's all different kinds. Like there's even one like um, for like Botox type things. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different things that you can get. Wow. So, yeah, I, I love me a good naturopath. <laughs> yeah, I recommend anybody, you know, try it out. And if you don't like it, I say give it at, at least three sessions. Okay. And, and cool. you know, maybe, I mean, that's just my opinion, but, you know, it's not, may not be for everybody, but you never know until you, you try. Well, and like, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure there many people don't, don't realize. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my second thing is, I'm all about like I love to talk and like I said for work I'm always having deep conversations with people and I just I love talking so 
as soon as it happened, I and I know not everybody likes to, and I know not everybody's ready to be open, and it can be, especially during a difficult time. But I think if you are interested and are willing, it's not going to be easy, but it's so rewarding. Um, I started therapy, and yeah. I started doing EDMR therapy. Yes, tell us about that. That helped me so much. Another thing I didn't even know existed. Even working yep. with mental health, did not know what it was. That I've heard of. And that, like, that's something I've even wanted to try for, like, PTSD. Even though I've healed so much since certain yeah. things, I still think it would be helpful for even things from, like, my childhood, perhaps. So yeah. I'm very into that. That's very it's cool. So, Tell, what does it stand for? I always call it the uh, uh, rapid eye thing, but I know that's I not know, what it's called. Yeah, I have no clue what it really stands Hang on. for. I think it's, it's like I... But you're something right, yeah, like eye movement or something. And I could be saying the wrong thing. Oh, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. Thank you. No, that's what or it is. The rapid eye thing, as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're doing is you're with your therapist. Um, and she has this, like mine, I think you can do it different ways, but mine has this big bar in front of her. And it kind of looks like um, just a little light. Okay. And um, on it, there's like all these circles and they, she pushes the button and the circles go like they all light up. So it goes uh-huh. fast or slow. And you, your eyes, you have to watch the circles as they cross the screen mm-hmm. and think of that memory and bring up all that trauma, which, you know, is difficult. So we're, we're talking about doing this in a safe environment with a professional. So yes. So you bring up everything that all the feelings like you have to, you know, get them in the forefront of your mind, bring everything up. And what kind of feeling like, is it a particular memory? Because like, what if you don't remember? Like, what if you don't know? Like, well, do you just talk about what you feel or? Well, sometimes things come up too. like there may be something that you didn't remember and then you're doing one and you're like, oh, I forgot about this. Right. So, and I mean, you know, we try to push things down. So far, yes. in the end, they're going to come back up in some way. I always say it's always it's going to come bite you in the ass eventually. So you might as well deal with it now. <laughs> exactly. So um, so normally it's like, so here's what an example of something that I can cope with. Um, and it can be stuff from your past or it can be something that you're dealing with now. And it normally is for PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having a really hard time when I'd wake up in the morning, in the beginning, I just kept saying to myself, like, this is not real, like, this isn't happening. But so then it was kind of setting my day in um, in a state of sadness, right. in a state of, like, trying to resist everything and to not, you know, I was feeling that through everything, not just the grief, but, like, I was resisting everything in my life. Yeah. And, um one of the things that I kept saying every morning I'd wake up is that this didn't happen and it's not real. So she started with that. She said, do you want to do EDMR? So I had to keep, it really helped me. Like some people will, for some things I can bring back the feelings. Like if I had a lot of anxiety, I can bring it back up. And, right. Um, so we had started and as, I don't know the correct terms for this, um, but as your mind is trying to process these emotions, 
it helps when your eyes are moving at the same time to get it okay. out to help it interesting because it's two sides of the brain working yes your logical That's- Yes, it's your. Is it like when like you're trying to do like I work really well sometimes like for instance if we're talking and I'm working at the same time it works really well for me. So that's what it is. It's because um, the logical side of your brain isn't coming to play. Like when I tell myself every morning that this isn't happening, this isn't real, it's it's not helping me because it is real. And yeah. After I am done, she'll, she'll do like four rounds of like the eye movement and um, as we go like in the beginning she'll say like where are you on a on a scale of one to ten like how uncomfortable do you feel Mm -hmm. and as we go I notice it goes down and down and down so it's so interesting you may need first you know some really traumatic events you may need to keep work on working on that for for a while like there's other things that I've been working on for a while that just didn't you know help overnight but Yes, I feel like I've said that too. The depth of the the wound, like yes. there's same well, here. Like certain like, things, I'm like, it's so deep. It well, it's taken like if, so much work. <laughs> yeah, and if you tell yourself every day that you're, you know, disgusting and not worthy, and you know, that took a lot of years for you to have those beliefs. So sometimes, yeah, take years, but sometimes it takes more work for those. Beliefs oh, to totally. Cause like your brainwave, it's on, um, it's, you've created that thought habit and it just naturally goes that way. Like you don't, it's like a, like when you learn how to drink, you don't think about it. You're just taking a drink out of your, your mug. You're not thinking it's the same with those thoughts. If you continuously think something about yourself or whatever, you start you're to just, you're, it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's like trigger warning abuse. It's like if you've been in an abusive situation, like even though logically you know the insults they're slamming at you are not true, when you hear it enough, it does fuck with you. Like it's it's yeah. like a habit. Yeah. Uh, you start to, and then you second guess yourself. Like maybe I am like what they're saying. And yeah, so. exactly. So if you're feeding, if like I said, I'm like if you're bullying yourself, it's it's the same thing. So I feel you on that. Like having to rework that to be like, no, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I, it takes, definitely takes time. And also don't feel bad if like we say, it's not a full steam ahead journey. It's probably going to look like this. (laughs) Lots of waves. Yeah. And there may be something. So after the fourth time that she did the eye movement, the logical side of my brain started coming into play. And it was saying, Amy, this is a reality, but you're going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Where before I, did not come to terms like right. my brain was not saying that I was gonna it was like I'm not gonna be okay I'm like I felt like I was a an orphan even though I had my other parent I felt like I was a child that like still needed their mother and I yes. was how am I gonna survive so it really helped me and I haven't had that thought again wow and that I mean that's one that you know was I wasn't thinking it for very long so it was easy to come to to rework to, yeah. So, but I just know like there's lots of other things that have been helping me so much. So mm-hmm. e- EDMR would be another thing I would yeah. really recommend or just having a professional to talk to. Yeah. Because, talk therapy for sure. Yeah. And I mean, people will say, you know, I, I get out as much as I can to friends and family, but I find, yeah. And that's great. Like if, if you can, and you have somebody you trust, that's amazing. Cause you know, not yeah. everybody does. But I'm such an advocate for for therapy because 
Yeah. They don't know the whole story, right? Like sometimes yep. and they're not emotionally attached to you. No, whereas your people who love it. you, they are. They're gonna, they, they're gonna tiptoe they, around you. Yeah, they may skew what what you really need to hear or what you want to hear. Like a professional's great because they don't have any emotional attachment to you and that's their job. That's what they're trained in. They are the professional. (laughs) And some people will say too, like, oh, I tried therapy before, but it wasn't for me. But maybe, you know, we don't jive with everybody. Maybe it just wasn't You're inside my brain because I've had that experience. I've had to find a few. Yeah, me too. You just know if you don't jive, you don't jive. It's like people in your life. Like it's not saying they're bad, but you may not work with that. And that's okay. Exactly. Find someone who works with you. Exactly. And I know it can be frustrating Try, and you have to tell your story again yeah. and again, but it really is worth it. And I think that's something else that I had to take away is I have to start looking after myself and actually, you know, I know therapy is annoying where you have to pay like, some of them you don't have to, but for me, I pay it out of pocket. And I think like, oh, I could be buying this and this with that money. But at the end of the day, that one therapy session brings me so much uh, for the whole month. Like, yep. And uh, I can't express what it means to me. So I got to tell myself, you know, Amy, you're doing this for you. And, you know, clothes or buying other things, makeup and stuff aren't going to help you your health is everything if you don't have your health you don't what do you have right exactly so yeah and it's investing in yourself like it's I I agree with you there because even though therapy it may not be an instantaneous gratification like buying a new top it's instant you're like ooh, instant but that again can be a form of numbing or a form of avoiding your pain and what we're saying here is take that money or a lot of jobs do cover stuff like if you're lucky and your job covers it, use the coverage, man. Go do it. Like, is am I frozen? Uh, no, am I? No, I on my screen I'm frozen, but I'm just gonna keep going. Then. You're moving on mine, so we're. I think we're good. No, it's so true. If you have coverage, take advantage. And I mean, you just you learn so much, and it's been one of the most amazing things. So I really recommend if you can and and when you're ready yeah to definitely you know give it a try because you don't know how much how much it can change your life so oh totally and making the appointment is sometimes the hardest part and like making yourself go it's like oh I don't feel like it but once you go I guarantee guarantee you're gonna feel better after one session yeah because you you release a lot that you didn't even realize you were carrying sometimes like sometimes stuff comes up and you're like how did I even get to this topic but obviously it was meant to come out and you know that's why they got tissues there cry your eyes out if you want to like sometimes you cry and you don't even I don't even mean to cry and it just happens and I'm like oh here we go. But then afterwards, you feel like a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. Yes. You just yep. feel like... Um, I and they're not judging you. Like, no. and Oh, and if you're a therapist, you do feel judged? New therapist. Because yeah, they should never not the right one. No. no. For sure. No. I heard horror stories about some. And I'm like, yeah. how are they licensed? Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to, um, you know... Maybe like for me, I did some research and looked yeah. at all the reviews and like the reviews. Uh, yes, girl. Yes. And I ended up, we ended up clicking. So I was like, thank you so much. Yes. And but, I think too, sometimes like you're saying, maybe uh, Judy and mama were like this one. Pushing you me. Know? Uh, yeah. 
they may have been, but I was going to say that's my, that's two tips. I think what? you got three there. You were like three, what was yeah. acupuncture, EDMR, and uh, oh, therapy. Three, three, yeah. yeah. Look at her go. Tips <laughs> galore. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, even just um, another thing is just letting yourself, give yourself some compassion, letting yourself feel. Yeah. And, you know, there's, like we said before, there's no, um, you know, there's no destination. There's no, you know, oh, by year two or three, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fine. Hey, okay. Yeah, no. You're allowed to have bad days and you're allowed to grieve. And if somebody's telling you not to grieve, then that's their problem, not, not yours. Yeah. And like, um, when you're grieving, like, like you said, it's, it's not, the destination like it's not like all of a sudden one day you're going to be like because you experience something life-changing so you're not going to be the same after and it doesn't have to be for a negative reason it can be for a positive reason even if to get to that it you're I'm just gonna say you're gonna go through some things you're gonna feel yeah. some things but the when you get out of that darkness it's so beautiful. And like what Amy said, though, like if you have a day where the darkness is like, hey, it, there, if there's nothing wrong with you, like that's yeah. not a bad thing. <laughs> and like and I know you had mentioned it earlier, Kaylee, but like we're all we've all grieved whether we've lost somebody or not, like friendships, jobs, yeah. you know, there's uh, relationships. There's lots mm-hmm. of things that we've that we've had to grieve and that we'll continue to grieve as life goes on. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, yeah, that's, that would be my biggest takeaway is, and I, I know I need to practice what I preach too, but to give yourself some, some compassion and not be too hard on yourself because, you know, sometimes life isn't easy and we have all these expectations of what we should yeah. be doing or how it should be. And it's okay to, to be feeling what you're feeling and, you know, yeah. still, still be grieving even if it's years later, because you know, yeah. that, that love for that person doesn't go away after, after they're buried. So no. And it's such a, it's a process that's so unique to each person. Right. And yeah. like, I feel like a lot of you can likely resonate and maybe some of you have a different experience altogether. Either way, it's totally okay. Whatever yeah. your process is, it's okay. And exactly. you don't have to be perfect right away. Like, I think for me, sometimes I struggle with that. I'm like, oh, I, I should be, like you're saying, I yeah. should be fine. I should be this, this, this. Or you try to be the strong one for your people around you. And it's like, if you are that person that does try to be the strong one, you're allowed to be like, I, mean, I don't want to say babied, but that's my no, word. I'm like, yeah. I love to be babied, but you're allowed to be comforted too. Yeah, you're allowed to be comforted. I was going to say one thing, and I know this isn't for everybody, but look for your loved one around you that like that helped me so much talk to them and I 100% believe that they can hear us you know I do too and like I said I don't believe in coincidence so when things happen like sometimes my it's so funny my brain just does this but like say I'm in bed and my hair kind of tickles my face yeah. I go, I go, hi mom, stop. <laughs> like, Why did I just say that? But it's just like, but I, it's I remember, she's there. Yeah. I remember a meet the medium said like, when you have these things happen or like conversations that you think that they would say back to you, then that's probably them. And it probably is like, yeah. And that's therapeutic too. Cause it's yeah. further releasing. 
And I think that's one, one of the main things that really helps me is my beliefs and uh, knowing that, you know, we're going to be together again one day. Yes. I, mean, I don't want to, I don't want it to be tomorrow. I'm no. still, I still am happy uh, being on earth, but um, I know that I'm going to see them. And I think that just brings me a lot of um, just like a lot of peace. Yeah, peace. I was trying to think yeah. of the right word. So thank you. Yeah. A lot of peace to know that that we're going to be together again, even though days are hard and we may not, I may not, you know, get to milestones where I'm not going to that I thought I would. And that can be difficult to come to terms with. But I, I just I'm glad I have support and people around me. And I, I'm glad that I I am able to speak about it because that's one thing that is therapeutic. Just talking to oh, somebody yes. that has gone through the sim- similar things or, you know, being able to share and totally. not feel judged. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I really love like when you're saying how you keep talking to them and like you're saying for milestones ahead, like I think too, like finding ways to incorporate them into those milestones somehow. And like, yeah. ha- like you said, having a convert, like have a conversation with your mom, like on your wedding day or when you have your baby yeah. or what, whatever I, I use those two, but whatever, yeah. get a new job, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it, it can help you feel connected. It doesn't mean that you're dwelling. It doesn't mean that you can't let go. It's a positive thing. Like there's yeah. like anything, there's a line with everything, but like, it's a positive and like, Man, if you don't, I mean, for me anyway, if I don't have my faith and like believing in something bigger, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, exactly. I <laughs> you know what else I thought was cool? Sorry, I don't want to yeah. interrupt you, no, but no, no, I, your your mom worked a lot with mental health as well, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when I was kind of thinking about what we would talk about on this episode, and I was like, I I feel like that was meant to be in some way. Like you're yes. connected in what you guys do, and yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's so awesome. strange because I never thought I would be doing this or work in mental health. And it was just yeah. like, what a coincidence. Yeah. Or like, what a, you know, journey because we're both, you know, we were both doing the same thing, which is kind yeah. of strange to think of. But, um, and it's funny when somebody dies, you notice how alike that you were. Yeah. Like, I think of stuff like when they, like me and my mom, we didn't it makes me kind of sad because we weren't super close growing up not that like you know I, I I loved her to death but my mother was never um she always like told me you know I'm your mother I'm not your friend <laughs> and uh so we we kind of sometimes had our differences which I'm sure a lot yeah. of mothers and daughters oh do. yes but, of course but I we didn't really get really close until I was about um 26 or 7 so I felt kind of sad because I wish that I had a had those years that I had for the four four or five years with her yeah I wish it had been like that but I'm so grateful that it did happen that we did get those good years to be close them you know you can't change things and you have to just things are as they are and and that's okay and maybe that happened for a reason too yeah totally but um but yeah, I was going to say something now. I, I know. Sorry. We get on these well, rolls here. That's all right. Um, It'll come back. I'm trying to think what we were talking. Was it about, it was, oh, I was saying how you guys do the same type of work. I'm trying to think what we were talking about before that. Was it another tip, maybe? It might have been. I can't remember. I, got, I think I have all these tips. 
<laughs> oh, what about the uh, the books that you were mentioning before oh, we started? Okay. So there's one book that I really want to read that I haven't yet. And um, somebody had told me about it that had lost somebody. And it's called um, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Like the Demi Lovato song. <laughs> yeah, I think it. it's okay to not be okay. Uh, that's one that I, I do really want to read. And there's so many um, good quotes from there by Megan Devine. But my favorite Megan story Devine. are um, this one called Into the Light. And it's by a doctor. And he writes, it's real life stories about people when they're dying. Um, wow. They have angels like visit them and like what they tell him. And and it just show passed. us the cover. What's it look like? I'm very Easy. visual. Ooh, it's pretty. I'm frozen. Who's um, the, oh, you're, you're good on my end. Okay, I think good. we're okay. I, like, Who's the I haven't moved. Author? Um, John, John Lerma. Okay, cool. And um, it's called Into the Light. Into the Light, yeah. So it talks about like, what people see before they die and their experience. And he's a doctor? It says yeah. MD. Oh, yeah, so is this like his patients? Yes, which is strange because a lot of doctors are science-based. Yeah. So, so I cool. thought it, it was really, uh, I actually, I got it at um, one of the crystal stores in Moncton. So yeah. I loved it and I want to read it again, but it just brought me a lot of peace. And, and it, uh, you said it was stories from people who had passed? Or? Yeah, stories from people in the hospital, so in palliative, that were, were going to die. And they talked yep. about angels that visited, visit them before and wow. what their idea of the after, you know, afterlife. Afterlife. Was. Cool. And, I want to read it. That sounds interesting. And just like what were some thoughts before like their diagnosis? It's just so beautiful. And it made, mm. it just gives me a lot of, you know, um, good feelings about life. Yeah. So I love that. That's one. And then this one is, I got it at the same store. Um, it's called, it's a wonderful afterlife. So I, I'm oh. all about the true stories. Yeah. Oh, and, for sure. That's like what we're doing right now. Storytelling. Yeah. And this one's by Christy Rob, Robinette. I hope I'm not butchering okay. that. Um, <laughs> but she, she's talking about um, having readings. She's a psychic. She's a medium. Cool. So she's talking about the readings that she's had with people and how like what she's told them, how they come back and say, you know, when you told me this, um, here's some things that had happened. So I find when I hear stories like this, it just brings me a lot of, I mean, I love self-help too, but mm -hmm. hearing people's real stories of like grief and life after death and hearing stories from mediums and stuff, it brings me so much peace. So yes, I love that. Cause those are like such interesting, cool stories too. Like every yeah. time I hear something like that, I'm like, Oh my God, tell me more. Like well, it's so cool I, to me. I was going to say, I read them like right after my mom passed. So I kind of want to read them again because I might have a different perspective on them now, you know, yeah, through, yeah like, for sure. Through different parts of your journey. Okay, yeah, the book, the other book I wanted to read is called It's Okay That You're Not Okay by Megan Devine. That's the grief book. Okay, cool. And I heard a lot about it. I just saw at the library it's, um, it's booked, so I may have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you go to the library. Library gal. I like that a lot. I used to love the library when I was a kid. Oh, I know, me too, with a fresh library card. The best. <laughs> you fresh got, library like, card. 
You got five books thinking you were going to read them all that night. And... Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, do you have any other words of wisdom for us or any other things you'd like to say for your healing like, journey? I was going to say, I feel like I could talk and talk. So, Oh, girl, we're <laughs> from the same class. I totally feel you. So I'm sure afterwards I'll be like, oh, I should have mentioned this, but that's all right. If anybody wants to talk to me, message me anytime. You can find me on yes. Instagram at Abrams. Yes. E-H-B-U-R-N-S-2. Also on our Insta graphic, she'll be tagged. She has another Instagram account too. I don't know if you want to let them know, but I love it. Okay. Yeah, I have one. I go on these little things that I try to do, but it's called Amy's Outfit. Uh, you can message me on there. Yes, um, she's my little fashionista, by the way. Uh, Amy is a fashion queen. I don't feel so. like lately, but that's something, like, I find, too, with, you know, when you're going through all this, and especially COVID and everything else, I haven't um, I haven't felt like myself in a while. Yeah. So I've kept kind of putting things that I really enjoy on the back burner, but I'm hoping to, you know, get back into, into yeah. those things again because it brought me so much joy. But you know when you totally. just feel right? Oh, 100%. We've definitely all been there for sure. And, like, I found, too, COVID, I mean, as much as I didn't want to say it had an effect, it did. Like, the isolation, it makes it so much easier to isolate from people. Like, so true. And sometimes you have to make yourself go out and see people. And you always feel better after, well, for the most part. You yeah, always feel better afterwards. And yeah, because you need that. And, like, getting dressed up. And, like, like when I look cute I feel better like I know yeah. like I just do like so I true. spend most of my time in sweatpants so <laughs> look, no when you look good you feel good yeah but, but I find with um COVID I find the more that I am inside the less I want to go outside like I don't yeah so yep. that's something that I'm gonna start working on and just getting dressed even if I'm just working from home or I mean yeah. trying to do what what I can but um you know, we got to be easy on ourselves. Totally. Allow yourself to rest, but also recognize if you need to check yourself. Because I've got to check myself a lot. I'm like, okay, girl, off with the sweatpants. You've had those on for four days. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And it's so true. Like, we love being comfy and stuff. But when you, when you feel, when you're feeling good, you feel like you can conquer the world. And yes, life is a little bit, not easier, but more enjoyable, I guess, when you're, when you're feeling good. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to say one of one of the quotes that I love this would I have a couple of words of wisdom. Yeah, let's go. We love it. <laughs> this quote I love it says it's from Megan Divine. Some things in life can't be fixed. They can only be carried. And Ooh. I really liked that because I thought, you know, we we deal with grief in, in different ways and we feel like, oh, if we could just get rid of it and fix it and maybe some of the things that had happened with that loved one that you wish didn't, you know, maybe we've said some things or mm -hmm. I, I think it's important for us to know that, that, that we're going to be okay. And that it's okay that these things happened. And again, in some things I feel like things happen for a reason. Yes. Um, and I think that one just really, really resonated with me. Like we don't definitely and, and another thing too, like we don't need, resolutions as people who are grieving we just need somebody to listen to us you know yeah sometimes we talk to people and we feel like we have to fix everything and you know feel like yep. you're 
you're saving somebody, but at the end of the day, people just need somebody to listen. And not yes, just, it's just so like, true, especially just, if you're like sense. Well, I'm very sensitive, so sometimes yeah. with my boyfriend, I'm like, I don't need you to say anything right now. I just need yeah. you to listen to me because I need to get these feelings out of my body because yeah. I'll explode. <laughs> exactly, and we just need somebody to acknowledge that what we're going through is shitty, and you know, just uh-huh. be there for us when we're crying. It's yeah, because it just makes you feel loved and like supported. And that's so huge is having yeah. that support. One thing that really, really helps me, Justin, my my boyfriend, when I'm crying or something, like sometimes I'll just, you know, be sitting there and tears will roll down and and I'll say, I miss mom. And I do this often. And he'll say, me too. And that just makes Aww. me feel like, it makes me feel like he's not judging me. He's just we're saying, in this together. Yeah, he's saying I miss her too. Like, and it makes you makes you feel less alone and like you're not, you know, doing something bad or crazy. I, don't I love that. Oh. He's so sweet. Oh, I miss you guys. I miss you. <laughs> but uh, the last thing I wanted to say was that your pain is valid, and whether you believe it or not, you will smile again someday. And uh, I think that's something to hold on to that, that yes. um, you're allowed to have those feelings. And I think that's something that really, really helped me think that, uh, that I will smile again. And if there are days when I'm doing good and I am smiling, I know that my mom's happy that I'm smiling. Yes. And happy that I'm smiling because they don't, they don't. Uh, they you know, want they, you to be happy. Yeah. They don't want us dwelling on them, even though as hard as it is, like, you know, it's it's difficult to get that mindset, but yeah. Some days when I'm when I do notice I'm feeling guilty about being happy, I try to tell myself that, and it normally works. Yes. Oh, yes. And like it, it, like we said a few times now, like it may not be instant that you get to that place, but just know yeah. you will get there. And like whoever this person, animal, whatever it is that you're grieving, like you know they want you to be happy like and it's funny because not funny but some people may like this might be something that people don't want to hear and I totally get that I'm just saying you know in 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 our hearts and our minds I feel like that that truly is the truth and like I said before I know maybe everything we say here isn't you know, how somebody else may deal with grief, but in my heart of hearts, that's what, what I think. So. Oh, I love that heart of hearts. I believe that too. I truly do. And it just, like we said, it keeps you going. Like those days where you don't think you can feel any worse or you think like, if you don't have something to hang on to, like, like, like we said, that has pulled us both out of some of our darkest moments is that faith that, You know, there is a higher power. I am looked after. Like, I know whatever's out there loves me and will protect me. And I'm going to honor them with everything I have. It's so true. It's so, so true. That was one thing that the medium told me. Your mom's saying that you have to stop worrying about everybody else and what everybody else is doing and just look after yourself and trust in the universe. So there are days where... I do slip. I mean, we're all human, but yeah, of course. I try to come back to that and say, like, Amy, just trust. Everything is gonna work out, and it and it always has. But I think sometimes, you know, our anxiety gets the best of us, and 
Oh, because we're still human. We're even though our souls know what's up, we're still in a body of a human. We're having a human experience, so it's never going to be perfection. Yep. It's going to be imperfectly perfect. Exactly. No, it's so true. Oh, so, I love that. I think that was my my spiel for, <laughs> for my words of wisdom. I literally could just go on and on. I love that. That's how we do it here. We like to to get it all out. That's the best part. And like these types of conversations are my favorite thing because they're real, they're raw, they're they're still fun. Like we still made some cute little jokes yeah. in there, but that's just us being us. And even though, yeah, this is a heavy topic, uh, I love this. Like I I'm obsessed with RuPaul. Everybody knows that. But like laughter is healing is one of the things they always say because like a lot of the queens like they they make fun of each other they throw shade they do those things but it's always out of love or it's like recognizing their own flaws and owning them and making a joke even you know about yourself I think I think sometimes when you can get to that point where you can laugh at yourself it's you've 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 healed the wound like for me anyway when I can finally laugh about something that I I was maybe really sensitive about before I'm like thank god I'm finally here and I'm not as sensitive as I once was it's so true and um laughter like there's nothing better than a belly laugh or you just can't stop laughing you're looking at each other (laughs) at each other's laughs you don't know what you were right to begin with it's the best feeling in the world we have so many of those laughs I live for that like laughing is literally one of my favorite things to do and I feel like I laugh every day like oh me too I love it it's therapeutic we need it it is and like Amy and I find the stupidest things hilarious like yeah some people be like what like that's stupid we'll be like no no it's hilarious now go turn on my tree like so funny I love you I love you (laughs) and like this helps too you know having that support and people that you can laugh with when you're going through hell and back like yes of course we we said feel your feels la 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 do the work but let yourself laugh too like life life is too short you gotta do what you can that makes you happy and be around people who make you happy and uh yeah yeah. amen amen (laughs) preach it sister (laughs) Uh, I was going to ask you too. I mean, I'm, it's not just particular to this, but yeah. do you find that having lost such impactful people in your life has um, made you more grateful for your life every day or has it changed your perspective in any ways? I think it's really made me realize that I'm so much, and I, and you know, not everybody wants to hear this, but I'm, you're, I'm so much stronger than I thought. Like, yes. like I said before, you know, I thought if any, especially my mother, if my mother died, then you might as well put me in there with her because I didn't yep. know how I was going to, you know, keep going. And I remember thinking I'd always, I, I have a lot of anxiety, so I always try to control everything. So I would be thinking, okay, like as a, a young child, okay, if my mom dies, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I always wanted to plan for everything, but you just can't. And yeah. um, it's just, that's just not reality. And I just thought that I was going to be totally different from, from what I'm doing. And I think it just, that's interesting. Just, yeah. I think it just, I have the perspective now that I'm proud of myself, that I'm, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing better than I thought I would be doing. 
even yes. in my darkest days, the, the days that are really difficult for me. And, um, you know, and there's lots of losses that I can't imagine having, like losing a, a child or, yeah, you know, and, and when you see people that do lose children and I mean, I, I don't even have kids, but I don't know how they do it. And they keep moving on and you wonder where did they get the hope? And absolutely. Uh, it just, I put a lot of things into perspective for me. I don't know if that answers the question, but. Oh, no, for sure. Um, a- it was interesting what you were saying about like how you're stronger than you think and you're further along than you thought. This is kind of unrelated, but it popped in my head. So I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The episode I did with Erica, the medium tarot, um, gypsy yeah. cowgirl tarot. Yeah, (laughs) she talked about quantum healing and like Mm -hmm. I could relate to it in a different kind of loss. Yeah, but it literally the words quantum healing popped in my head as you were speaking. And I was like, maybe this is kind of similar because it's it's all in this time frame. Right. I mean, time is an illusion, but she goes by the energies of what's going on in the world. And she's like, you well, you listen to it. But she said something like what would have taken you maybe two years to heal from has taken you this long or like you know what yeah. I'm trying to say like it's like the, yep. the healing of things is sped up almost because yeah. of what's going on in the in the world in the energies yeah. no it's so true and but uh, but I think also like I said I'm not religious and for anybody that is religious I totally respect that yeah but I think like it really brought me to my beliefs that I didn't have uh, as big of a connection before they passed away. Yes. You know, like I still like had these thoughts, but it got really strong. So sometimes it's like, uh, I, I'm just going to share a little story. So yeah, sometimes I'll go on and I do different seminars um, for work. And I, I have generalized anxiety and depression. And I had found um, a seminar and I love this book. It's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Ooh, who writes that? Do you know? So it's by Dr. Dr. Susan Jeffers. Feel the fear and do it anyway? Yeah. And you can also listen to it on YouTube if you're not a reader. Cool. Um, But it's funny because when I was first, um, you know, in the heat of anxiety and when I got diagnosed, I was obsessed with this book. It was like my my favorite. Your go-to. And now I read it a couple of months ago and it just did not do the same thing. So Didn't feel funny. the same? No. So it's funny how things can change, um, you know, as we get older, as we learn. Yeah. So, um, so oh, here we go again. I forget what I was saying. So Feel the fear and do it anyway. The book didn't hit the same. It hit different. Yeah. So what was I saying before? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> why are we both listening? like this? Oh, no. They know. They know. They love it. <laughs> um, Okay, we were talking both of us are okay oh, okay the listeners yeah. are probably oh, like we're yes, talking yes. This. <laughs> I, got, I got it I got it so I do these seminars so I noticed there was a seminar on there that said feel the fear and do it anyway so I was like sign me up so yeah and it was it was pertaining to this book so when I got on it I was thinking sometimes you do seminars and like you don't have to talk to anybody you're just kind of right uh, you're on the blank screen and they're talking but you don't have to answer because there's so many people in the groups that they couldn't. Yeah, talk this is virtual, right? Yeah, virtual. Yeah, okay, in okay. a Zoom, in a Zoom class. So when I did this class and I went on, there was only ten of us, so we had to have our cameras on and talk to people. 
Oh. So I was like, oh God, what did I sign up for? You know, when you're just not expecting something and then yes, it, it's totally different. You kind of are taken by surprise. Throws you for a loop. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the girl's talking about something that traumatic that happened in our life. And she wants us to think of, she wants us to pick somebody from the group and tell them the most traumatic thing that happened to us. And, in front and of everyone or one-on-one? No, one-on-one. You're in groups. But okay. I just thought it was so interesting because it was a stranger, right? So she wanted us to pick and um, I went on and I was like, what am I going to say? And I didn't want to trigger anybody. And so anyways, I told her about my mom and cancer and she lived five months after and everything else. So then when we came back, she said, how did it feel telling that person that? And I said, I, I had a lot of anxiety. I felt uncomfortable because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. And I didn't want, you know, you have all these ideas of what people are thinking of you. And yeah. so anyways, so she said, that's the fear. Now I want you to do it again, but I want you to think of something good that came out of it. And in my mind, I was like, what good came out of it? Nothing good came out of it. And I said, I said, I'm having a hard time thinking of something good because what's good when somebody dies right yeah you just feel like it's the end of the world there's nothing there's no light from from a death and she said um she was just kind of working with me like trying to see why I was struggling and anyways and all of a sudden something did click and she said just let go of the guilt let go of everything and um you know just just let yourself speak how just freely, you know, there's no judgment here, whatever. So yeah, don't hold yourself back. Yeah. So she did make me feel comfortable. And in the end, I ended up, you know, telling this girl that I just met, that because of my mom's death, I was able to meet this therapist who then diagnosed me with um, ADHD, who then who then got me on the right medication. And I've been feeling so good since. So if that hadn't have happened, I don't think I ever would have went to see this woman yeah. and got the diagnosis that I probably had since chi- childhood. Yeah. And so my life was making so much sense after that. And it was kind of easier for me to cope with things from my past because yeah. I started to stop blaming myself. So I just thought it was so like, I think, I don't know if I was at the right place at the right time or, but. And I was so resistant to say that, you know, this isn't a good thing because it, it, it's not a good thing. But when when we were able to see another side of it, it kind of it um, helped with the negativity so much. I don't know if that's yes. making sense, but 100 percent makes but it sense. Just, it just helped with the, me feeling like a victim. And, you know, why does this happen to me? And, you know, yep. and um I just thought that I just, I just find like things keep happening like that. And I don't know if it's I'm looking for them or I'm aware or, but I'm just. I so think great. it's a mixture. I feel like it comes up when it's supposed to, but also when you are mindful and you do look, yeah, you find, you find those moments maybe a little quicker yep. than if you're not looking. And I felt so connected with this woman I didn't even know who yeah. shared stuff with me. That was, she was probably so uncomfortable telling me who's a stranger. Yeah. And totally. it, just, it was the best hour that I've ever had that I that I was nervous to even take part in. So 
And I think it's something that's going to resonate with me for a long time, but um, yeah, thankful for these learning experiences and to be able to have, you know, people in my life and this career and to, you know, to be able to speak openly to other people. It's just so therapeutic and. Oh yes. And like you're leaving your impact this way. And like, you're like the light that I feel around you, you're like giving that to others. And that's like having someone you feel safe with to share those moments is so helpful. Like, yeah, obviously like we're friends and I care for you, but like you just, you're, you're not intimidating. You're a very warm, welcoming space. So I think that's, it's so true. And like the fact that you're in the industry you're in, I think that's just so key with all of that. Thank you for saying that. I love you. It's true. I love you. I'm so happy that you joined us today. This was such a good conversation. I'm like, oh my God, like we could just like talk about so yeah. many things. <laughs> but no, I I really appreciate it. And I felt like that was therapeutic for me too. So it was my little Yay. therapy session for the night. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is our, all the tea drinkers, this is our therapy. And I feel this is therapy for me too, like being able to talk about these things and shed light on things that may not be spoken of or, you know, like, cause yeah. at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. We are in this together, no matter what anyone says, like, yes, I know there's a lot of divide in a lot of areas with different things, different perspectives. But at the end of the day, we're all fucking human. We all have a soul. Why are none of us are better than anyone else? Like we should all we care for each other and just be there and open and try and understand. doesn't mean you have to always agree. But at least if you're open, it's a chance to learn and maybe change your perspective. Like a perfect example with what Amy just said with how once you flip the like you found good from something that you didn't think you were going to find good from and you know yeah and you feel guilty like I felt so much guilt even saying that I found something good from it but it's yeah. like I, I wanted to mention too with death it, it's so natural but it doesn't feel natural right like we all we're all gonna die and yeah I think I wish we talked about it more and I wish that we learned about it more and, you know, why didn't we learn this in school and like, what are yep. you know, steps of grief and it's normal to be upset and angry yeah. and, then, you know, come back to step one again, you know? Mm-hmm. And I totally think, like, I know I, I keep being saying the same thing over and over, but I feel like the more that we do have these conversations, the more we can help people heal and, you know, yes. So I agree. There's, I don't know. Do you watch Siesta Key by any chance? I have when you told me. Actually, I watched okay. it. My mom was in the hospital. Oh my God. What? That, yeah, I watched it nonstop when she was in that's the hospital. That's so funny. I know. That, that's what I would bring up right now. I know. I, one of the girls on it, Madison, she, okay, I'm going to trigger warning right now. I'm going to talk about stillbirth. But anyways, she was pregnant this just happened in like December and she there was like a healthy pregnancy nothing was wrong she went like the whole term of her pregnancy and then I don't know I don't know if if it was whole term it, someone may know the facts more than I do but either way the point of the story is she went to give birth because 
something wasn't right. And they uh, did the ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. And she was like, that was the most deafening sound because it was a full grown baby. So she had to give birth to her baby who had passed while inside her. And what I, um, she shares a lot about that. And she's still very much processing that. And she writes stuff like on her story, how she's like, I'm not going to stop sharing this because more people, like, it's the same thing you just said, yeah. like, people need to know yeah. this exists and they're not alone. And like, yeah. if you're going through something traumatic like that and you think you're alone, it's not good. Like, you need to know there's other people who've been there who can help you. Yeah, it's so true. But you do feel so alone and yeah. you feel like you can't talk about it because you don't want to be a burden and you don't want people, you know, if you come around, you don't want people to feel sorry for you or feel yeah. like, to, you know, be act a certain way or so there's so many different things that you have to deal with. So the more that, you know, we come out and talk about it and say, you know, it's normal to have these feelings and you know, some people may say some stuff that pisses you off and, uh, you know, it, that it can be difficult, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're allowed to feel how you feel and, and grieve the way that that's good for you. Exactly. Exactly. True facts, girl. True facts. <laughs> oh, well, this was, I know I was like, I literally like we could have a five hour podcast. Episode. Yeah, we could. <laughs> This is like coming on two hours without even breaking a sweat. But the beauty of this is we can have you on again and we can talk about more things because Amy, yeah, she's a I would love that. Uh, like a fountain of wisdom and stories yeah. and fun and light and she's just great. She's a she's just a beautiful soul. That's it. That's all there oh, is to it. it <laughs> um so yes thank you so much for joining us I'm so happy we got to connect and you took time out of your busy schedule we've with our time difference we're like okay let's do it at this time my time and it's just uh, we we make it work and it's uh it's great because like even though obviously I'm not near you physically anymore I still feel so near you spiritually me too and I really appreciate you having me on I was so excited yes I won't listen to it because I don't like the sound of my voice (laughs) But I listen to every other one. Yeah, the one episode she won't listen to. (laughs) Oh, Oh, girl. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Been there, experienced it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so, so, so much. You keep doing you, and I love this. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We loved having you. Like we said earlier, if you connected with Amy and some of the stuff she said resonated with you, check out her Instagram. She has A Burns 2, E H B U R N S 2, or Amy's Outfits. Either way, if you're checking out this podcast or YouTube, wherever you're looking at it from, if you can't find her, go to my Insta. She'll be tagged. But I'll have all the info in the description box for YouTube, and it won't be hard to find if you're listening on podcast. You'll find us. You will find us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So that is tea time for today, everybody. Thank you so, so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, If you're on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe. If you're listening on podcasts, give us a rating. Uh, And that's it. Wishing love and light to you all. See ya.